Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Burpee Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No. Good enough. Hello and welcome into this episode of the Burpee Nation podcast. Today we are going to talk to Coach Payne, the one and only. Yes. Uh, if you don't know who Coach Payne is, I'm sorry. Get to know him. <laughs> um, he's a motivational speaker, uh, fitness guru. Yeah. Basically, um, on all all types of fitness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's been in the game for quite a while. Um, used to do a lot of like OCR start line, kind of like get you psyched and ready to go, like not not like what you see at races not these at all. days. Yeah. Um, he like pumps you up, connects with you. Everything he says is so powerful. It's it's amazing. Yep. Um so we'll play that interview with you for just a second. It's a little longer than our normal interviews, but there is a good reason. He is a great person to just listen to. Yeah. Like just, I felt so spoiled for right. this interview. <laughs> I know, seriously. Um so great guy, great person to listen to. You'll see why he's good at what he does uh, when you listen. There are a couple spots where like the audio is a little weird. He had to use his iPad, um, fix it up a little bit, but most of it's fine. Like yeah. if you, it'll it'll do it a little bit towards the beginning, I think. But then from there on, I think it, all but like a little bit is fine. So the whole interview is not going to be like that. Don't worry about it. It'll pass. Like all things, this too <laughs> shall pass. Um, so you can check him out. We'll put links and everything to his YouTube channels and whatnot in the description. But coachpain.net, coach underscore pain uh, on Instagram, uh, YouTube, just search for Coach Payne. He'll come right up. Uh, like he mentions, he'll have, he has like 42,000 subscribers yeah. and some great content on yes. there. So check it out. Uh, but yeah, let's, like I said, it's a little bit longer of an interview, so I don't want to yeah. waste time. Right in. Don't You're not here to listen to us. You're listening to Coach Payne, so here you go, Coach Payne. Just finished a studio session um, for some uh, voiceovers I had to do today. So oh, cool. just got them a couple of hours ago. So. Do you have your own like studio in your house? Oh, no, 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 oh, okay. no. I ain't rolling. Uh, no, companies, like I said, they hire me to do certain things for different um you know, adventures like it could be corporate event related or it could be uh, not long ago I did something for, uh, I don't know, what was it, uh, Fox One or Fox Sports okay. One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, a boxing match or something. They used my voiceover for. Oh, that's, cool. Cool. that's pretty that's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I get I get some uh, good opportunities when they come. So. Yeah, I was gonna say because like we like I have some stuff obviously for the podcast, but I mean technology is like so unpredictable as you can tell. <laughs> Absolutely, man, it is. It's, it really sucks. <laughs> yeah, yesterday, like I had bought this. Like I have a, a small mixing board for yeah. like uh, I think it has two inputs, and I had bought uh, what two months ago. I bought like a replacement power cord for mm -hmm. it, and I went to plug it uh, in, and the uh, little like prongs inside totally bent flat yep yeah so now it's useless 
So I had to go out and buy a USB mic today just to even like record stuff. Record stuff. No, it's like, totally understandable. Man. It's wild. It's wild. So, <laughs> I mean, let's, yeah, I guess let's jump right into it. I mean, I, I'm sure you get asked this a lot, but the, the first question, kind of how it all began, like when, when, did, cause I, I, I had read or heard that, you know, you didn't necessarily do this, you know, since you were, uh, you know, 18 or 19 or 20, like it didn't come till later in life. Right. No. Yeah. Uh, the whole the whole journey for me. I mean, I've been in fitness since I can remember, man. I mean, I, I was I became a, a coach, or at that time, the word trainer was used a lot more thorough, uh, thoroughly than it is today. Like everybody's a coach now. So, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> yeah, I love that you just said that. <laughs> I know, like seriously. <laughs> everybody's a coach now. So, um, I've been doing the fitness thing for years, but I go all the way back. So I was about when I was about 18 years old, I was obviously working as an intern in the industry. And then by the time I got 18, I was already certified. I was working for at that time, Bally Total Fitness. So I don't never know anything about Bally. That's like long before LA Fitness. I remember those, yeah. Yeah, I go, that's how far back I go <laughs> with that. Um, and I've been doing it for many years. So I was got into the industry at a very young age because I was always athletic, I was always in sports. You know, uh, played football in high school, was on the wrestling team, went downstate on the wrestling team. I was only a buck 26 at that time. But by the time I got, you know, like downstate, I went, my weight went up to about about 132, 135. I got, I got beat down then because you, when you go downstate, man, it's a whole nother beast. (laughs) You meet, you meet some bad dudes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I was, it was, it was a great, experience at that time in high school um but i always loved fitness man i always liked being active um i didn't look at it as um something that i wanted to do temporarily you know i looked at it as an opportunity to continue to evolve myself and make myself a little bit more productive in in my life itself like many many people today they i hate to use the term and uh you know they get lazy or they stop or whatever, but I'll say it for what it is. But um, I, I knew that if I'm going to be on this earth, I'm not going to be 18 forever. Let's just say that. <laughs> when you're in your 20s, you feel like you can jump, flip, go through a wall, whatever. But when you get close to 50, like I'm almost pushing 50 next year, I'm saying to myself, man, I can't do what I did 20, 30 years ago, but I'm capable and willing enough to have the capabilities to do almost anything at my level and where my where I'm at in my life, but all because of what I've done in the past has got me where I am today. All right. I'm I'm curious. Uh, you said you played football. What position did you play? Oh, I was a safety man. I was a yeah. safety. Well, I love defensive I love, back. Yeah, I love I love football, man. Football is uh, one of my favorite pastimes, and usually when you play football, you wrestle too. Mm-hmm. And or you you ran track. I didn't run track, but I did play a little football and I wrestled. The wrestling was my thing. I love wrestling. Um, I just love contact sports. You yeah, know? that's what I was one of my my pet my, my my main things. What I love to do. Do you still follow the sport like fo- uh, college NFL? Um, I'm more of an NFL. I, I I can't really say I get into college football as much. I think it's it's. Dude, I'm the same way. So you don't even have to <laughs> yeah, like. Well, the thing, the thing what I like about well, I give credit with credit is dude, those guys really play hard. Those football yeah. players in college, 
they got something to prove and they really work hard and they play hard. And you've got to give them the, their, their respect and their credit. So you can't denounce or deny them for their efforts and what they do. Uh, but it's not something that I honestly follow. Um, um, yeah, I'm more of an NFL kind of guy. And, you know, um, if you had to ask me who's my favorite team, at this time, I don't really say I have a team. I just have a particular player, and that's Tom Brady. Okay. You know, yeah, Tom Brady is just incredible. And love him, I hate him, the guy's just a beast. And uh, that's where I'm at in the football era. Um, many people, when because I love watching the Patriots because the Patriots was a great team. And some people would say, well, how can you say you don't like the Patriots now that Tom – I said because Tom Brady was the Patriots. Yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> so when Tom left, like, uh-oh. Uh, I love Bill Belichick. Still a great coach, but you, you got to give credit where credit is. Yeah, like I, mean, I said, I'm a, I'm a Tom Brady fan. Man. You you can't deny what he did. I mean. He's incredible. He's like, incredible. I mean, he went, went to Tampa Bay one year and won it all. So yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's, do, you, do you follow him on Instagram? I'm curious. I just showed, uh, I just I showed Lindsay a video. I follow a little bit of what he posts, but I don't get all caught up in it. Um, the thing about me, Adam, is that I'm so, um, I'm so, I guess you could say, I'm so out of the the the, the realm of, of being caught in traditional things. I mean, I'm kind of like a loner. Um, I, I, I like to stand out, not stand in all the time. I don't like to follow. I don't like to follow trends. Uh, I just do what I do, yeah. whether it's social media, whether it's watching a, a, a movie on television. I'm just me, I guess. And uh, I don't know. My wife likes to say I'm conservative at things sometimes, and that may be cool. Uh, I'm very laid back, but very, you know, uh, blunt about things at times. But no, I don't really. Uh, follow a lot of people i guess um i guess i'm too busy trying to follow myself and yeah. do what i need to do i don't i don't i don't focus too much on other people's ideas and things you know and i'm not saying i you know don't respect what they do because we all kind of got our own desire and what we want to do in life but i don't necessarily get infatuated with other people's uh where they are in their lives you know i see it and i'm like if it's a good thing i salute you if it's a bad thing, you'll figure it out. If uh, if it doesn't work out for you, keep working at it anyway. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, the re- I mean, I for the record, I don't actually follow him either. I somehow oh, no. popped up on my on my feed. He, had, <laughs> dude, I mean, if you have a chance to look up the video, he literally, you know, a jugs machine, right? The the machine that throws the football for anyone. Oh yeah, I watched that. See, that's what I watched. He had a catch he with a jugs man. machine. Like, like, how do you do guy, that? The guy is a beast. <laughs> I mean, to be over 40, I mean, I'm older than Tom Brady, but to be, he is probably far the oldest player in the league right now. Yeah. Uh, that's playing the game, at least in his position, I believe. And to be as healthy and active as he is, he gives all the guys over 40 uh, uh, a thumbs up for me. And that shows <laughs> you that it's possible if you take care of yourself. Right. And the guy does that. He's an elite at what he does. He eats well, he trains hard. Uh, he does the things to be the best. And and that's anything in life. You know, I believe that we all have the ability and capabilities to being the best at what we do. I mean, I question myself a lot. You know, 
when I went out of town, uh, I was in Kauai just recently uh, doing some work. And the work that I do, I'm always in time second guessing what I could have done better. I'm always doing that. And maybe some people may say that, well, coach, you should be hard on yourself. And I always come back and say, why shouldn't I? You know, I always want to be better. I always want to get better. I don't want to be like anybody else. I want I want to be not better than anybody, but be the best of who I am. You know, because no matter how good I think I am, somebody else doesn't think I'm that good. You know, uh, and that goes back to the whole politics of things, favoritism of things. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said before to people, you don't have to like somebody, but you have to respect their work. Right. You know what I mean? I was, I could honestly say, I may not like this basketball player, this football player, or this hockey player as a person. Maybe he's not in, he's not in my realm of conversation, but my goodness, he or she, they're amazing at the sport that they're playing. So right. you got to get credit with credit is due. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And with, I mean, you've, you, you know, with motivational speaking and, and everything, you've talked to athletes, you've talked to, business people you've talked to kids in school i mean how do you how do you prepare for those different like they're so different you know what i mean talking to somebody who's getting ready for a high school game a college game getting ready for a big meeting whatever like how do you prepare for all those different kinds of you know audiences that's a really good question um i will honestly i can tell you i i captured the moments it's just the moments man it's like when you walk into a room and the room could be cold. How do you prepare for that? You adapt to it. Right. It's cold, but you forgot your jacket, but you still got to adapt to it, right? Or it's too hot. You walk into a room, oh my God, it's so hot in here, or, or outside, or whatever. Yeah. But you forgot something. The point is, is that you have to be able to be ready at that moment to do exactly what it is you need to do. I don't do speeches for a lot of reasons. Like you see a lot of speakers out there that are immaculate at what they do. And again, I tip my hat to some of the best speakers in the world, male and female. I'm nowhere near these people, whether it's uh, they got a good team on their, on, their, on their roster or they got good marketing people, whatever the case is. Uh, a lot of my stuff is still not there yet. And it may get there, it may not. But... For me, I'm just natural, I believe. I just use my natural gifts to express myself. Mm-hmm. And because of our society, some things may not always necessarily come out the right way for some people, even myself. But that's the biggest mistake that we make as a human being is that we lie to get people to feel good. I'm not in the business to make you feel good. I'm in the business to just tell you what it is. Yeah. And you can take it or leave it. I'm not here to hurt your feelings. I'm not here to, to, to you know, pacify your feelings. I'm here to tell you, you suck. And <laughs> that's just what it is. <laughs> Truth suck. hurts, I mean, man. People don't want to hear that. See? Yeah. If you're not good at something, it's okay. You suck. You work on it. And if you, if you work on that, it'll make you a better person because nobody seems to want to do that. That's why... I, when I think about people on social media, and let's be real, social media, it could be your friend or it could be your foe. Mm-hmm. It can lift you or it can destroy you. And 
everybody's got something to say on Facebook. It's a perfect platform. And let's just be realistic. Uh, Zuckerberg and his team, they're, they're living the dream of dreams, coming up with an idea on how to connect. And we're connecting, but we're connecting in so many avenues. It's, it's, it's incredible. It's good, it's bad, it's hurtful, it's inspiring, it's whatever. But for me, I use my talents or my gifts to connect with individuals based on the situation or the environment that I'm in. I wouldn't talk to a child the way I would talk to an adult, right? right? Or I wouldn't talk to an adult the way I would talk to a child. It depends on the topic too, as well. Let's say we're talking about the rain. How do you enjoy the rain, coach? Well, here's what I do. I get an umbrella or I get out of the rain. <laughs> it's hypothetically speaking. Right. Um, how do you satisfy your hunger? I eat. <laughs> <laughs> I eat. It's, you see what I mean? It's, like, yeah. it's, I don't, it's, it's almost like a no-brainer for me. But when you look at a lot of the speakers, some, they have punchlines. Everybody's got a punchline for you. Like a comedian, uh, they tell a joke, and then they tell a joke, and then they tell a joke, and then there's a bam, a punchline, and you just burst out laughing. When I do things, it ne- it's not necessarily a punchline. It's just what I have in my heart and how I want to express it at that moment. And that's why I don't pretend. That's why I don't fake it. That's why I don't pretend to, uh, you know, tell information or speak a certain way just to get you to like me. Uh, I don't want everybody to like me because if I did, I would I would be very afraid of that because if everybody loved you, you need to really be careful with that because it's not real. Right. You know, somebody out there doesn't like you, and that's totally fine. The more you got people against you, the better. I think that's what like people kind of forget. Like everybody's so worried about, Oh, do these people like me? Do they not like me? Like I want to do something that's going to make them comfortable, whatever. Like you're never, ever, ever going to play. And if Facebook, like you said, social media has taught me anything. You will never please everybody ever. (laughs) If I tell you right now, I'm going to give you just an analogy. I love pizza. I don't like pineapples on my pizza. We can have a complete argument about that right now. Yeah. All because I told you I don't like pineapples on my pizza. <laughs> and you'll tell me I'm wrong. And I'll tell you you're wrong. Here we go. <laughs> Why are we arguing about pizza? Do you really think the pizza cares? Do you right. think the person that made the pie that baked that delicious pie for you? Cares, he or she made the pizza, you pay for it, you're going to eat it. It's all about choices. It's all about your perspective of things. And we have lost our sense of that. If you like to run a marathon and I don't, I commend you on your effort. Who am I to tell you you should run 26 miles? But that's your body, that's your choice. I wouldn't do it.
And overall, I'm probably ran over 40 miles in the sand. Oh. I got my butt Okay, <laughs> I got trash. But, but the fact of my training and the way I tr- keep my body active is I always prepare myself for things that may or may not happen. Meaning that I don't train to look good. I don't train to look cute. I'm not a superficial guy. I don't look like I looked 20 years ago. I'm not stepping on stage to do bodybuilding. I've done that already. I did Ironman Physique in 2011. I took second place uh, NPC Midwest Division. Great opportunity. Would I do it again? Absolutely not. Too much work, too much strain. What do you mean, Coach? What do you mean, too much work? Because in my mind, I don't think the body is designed to go through that kind of trauma just to look good for 15 seconds. We are, we, listen, we're supposed to eat, right? I'm not saying you're supposed to glut and eat crazy stuff all day, but to starve yourself just to look cute on stage <laughs> for 30 seconds, yeah. I'm sorry. I lost my mom the very next day, man. My wow. mom. And that's where the whole coach pain theory and motivational speaking came from, man. Uh, the day I said goodbye to my mother, man, was the day this guy that you see today evolved. I became something that was already there, and I had to lose someone to wake that person up. And it took someone like my mother to tell me, son, you're gonna be something, you're gonna make a difference. Don't change anybody, don't change anything, just make a difference. And I share that message with people all the time because it's like yesterday, when I was 10 years old, she was telling me that she already saw something unique in me. And because I was always outgoing, I wasn't a follower, I was always proceeding forward, I wasn't, easy to quit. I didn't believe in always following the rules. I wanted to defy gravity with things. I didn't get caught up in tradition. I'm not a traditional guy. I'm a free spirit guy. And I and everybody may not agree with that, but that's just the kind of guy I am. And you will make a lot of enemies. And I don't mean enemies that people don't want to hurt you and kill you. I mean people who dislike you because you don't fall in line with their rules or their regulations. And that's why I believe, for me, is that it's best to be truthful to who you are to pretend to be something you're not. So, yeah, that was a very hard moment for me. She's been gone over 11 plus years. And really, after she passed, six months after she passed, I did American Ninja Warrior twice. Wow. And this one it was on G4. It was televised. This is one. See, when you see Ninja Warrior and all that, I just... People are coaching you to be into I said, man, I did it before. It was even one. <laughs> I, I don't need to go back. You guys are good. I'm good. There comes a time when you have to retire from things, right? Your greatest, like, again, I'm looking at uh, Tom Brady. Again, we were being very broad with the conversation. He's a beast at what he does. But that doesn't necessarily mean I have to follow suit with Tom Brady. Because for Tom Brady is for Tom Brady. And this is why I always come back to what you do is what you do, and what's best for you is how you do it. 
Don't worry about what the rest of the world is thinking. Don't worry about what everybody thinks of you in general. You are not going to please everybody. We've always heard this. You mentioned earlier about why I'm really concerned that people are going to like me. We're all guilty of that, right? Um, I tell people all the time when I, when I, because I have my own fitness journey, as you probably know, and I would tell them a lot of my clients, especially about women, because I struggle with my heart, and this is all for the women that will be listening into this segment. Do not feel obligated to lowering your standards to please other people. Don't do that. You don't have to do that. You don't need to look like Jane Doe or Susie Q and say, I wish I had a body like hers. You don't want a body like hers because that's her body. Why don't you just work on what you have and build on that? That is your best challenge. Why do you care about what she's looking like? Why do you have to sell yourself short? Why do you have to look down on yourself? Because you see a bunch of people over here in this group looking a certain way and you're looking this way. It is the heart and will of a man or woman to design themselves to be better. Think of it this way. Build a sandcastle. A storm rolls in. The sandcastle gets destroyed. It doesn't necessarily mean that the sandcastle can't be reconstructed. You are the architect of your life. You are the architect of your own well-being. No one has that authority over you. You allow yourself to get caught up in nonsense, social media, the crowd that you keep, the company you keep. Be alone. Sometimes you can get stronger just being alone. You don't have to yeah. be around to be good. And that's, that's the kind of person I am. I, I just feel that I'm better at times when I'm by myself. My worst is my best. That's what I tell people. Your worst times are your best times. That's No, think about it. You at the bottom of the barrel. What else can you do but come up? <laughs> <laughs> you can't do anything else. You at the lowest at the lowest. What else can you do? All right. And yeah. You want to work hard and ability to push yourself through adversities and challenges. Man, you be amazed what you can do. That's why I always laugh when people say, I'm a beast, I'm a lion. I'm like, yeah, okay. You're a lion. What do you know about being in the jungle? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Totally. You get on Facebook and you posting superficial pictures of you winning every battle. Let me see somebody kick your teeth out once in a while. Let me see somebody throw you through a window every once in a while. Let me see you over the water and make everybody think you're drowning, but you found a way to submerge back up and let us see your face again. Let me see you eating crow instead of eating a steak. Then you will impress me. You impress me more when you're down and finding a way to overcome. You don't impress me doing the same things over and over and over. I get bombarded with that. I'm like, I get it, but you got to be the most boring person in the world. Over and over again. Everybody knows you were beast at that. Do something else. Prove to me that you can get your butt kicked and then beat that. And then I will respect that more because if I see you doing everything over and over again and you promote it and you're sharing it and you're promoting it and you're sharing it, good job. What's next? Tell me you want to lose weight. I'm going to look at you and say, what else you want to do? You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. I mean, tell other people say I'm going to lose 30 pounds. And I say, I want to lose 30 pounds, coach. Okay, what else you want to do? 
I just want to look good in my jeans. I'm like, okay, jeans don't lie. I get that. But what is that going to do for you? Right. Are you going to be strong enough? Being cute doesn't mean it's going to save your life. You see, we have to target the truth. We have to tell the truth. We have to let people know. You can't pretend this stuff. Life is a challenge. And whether you're doing competition, being a good mother, being a good father, uh, a good son, or doing whatever, being a good employee at your job, you have to prepare yourself and understand that everything is not going to always go your way. And you just got to move on. So that's my message to anybody. Everybody needs to be minutes and just tell them, Exactly what it is. If it's a topic, I stick to the topic, but sometimes I get away from the topic because there's so much more information out there than just talking about one thing. If you tell me you're a crossfitter, I'm gonna say, What what does that mean? <laughs> what what is a crossfitter? What what is that to me? That's like saying you're a pipe fitter, right? I'm not knocking crossfitters, but you can't tell me that's all you do. Right. I'm like, what I'm a marathon, okay? How many pull-ups can you do? Uh, where? <laughs> that's where uh, I was. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I'm just using this again. People want to say that's what I like to do. I get that, but you can't run forever, man. What you running from? Why don't you run towards something? Stop running away from stuff. I'm a crossfit. Okay, so you throw weights up in the air, you drop them on the ground really hard, and you shake the ground, and everybody thinks you're Superman or Superwoman. I get that. I got that. Now, can you do that same lift with some steel plates? Because keep in mind, bundle weights are a little different than steel plates. I don't care what you say. People may say, well, it's the straight weight. No, it's not. It's a dense weight. Steel plates are a little different than bundle plates. Oh, yeah. They, they definitely are. something i'm not spending all my life 
Because after so long, the professional athlete, he or she loses all of that they used to do, and they're not the person they used to be right. because they did so much with one thing and they didn't train everything. And I'm not saying all athletes are like that, but you have to ask yourself, why do we get caught up in that whole idea of, you know, uh, just being one dimensional? So that's my take on that uh, overall. So. Like I said, I look at things from a different lens. So again, all my CrossFit brothers and sisters out there, you know I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say about you guys. Y'all still get down. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel like when you like meet with your clients, um, do you feel like you struggle with kind of explaining this to them? Like when they come to you with their goals, maybe like oh, in particular, like females too. Like how? I love and you know, my friend, uh, I think that is a great question. I love the question. This is awesome. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think, again, <laughs> you have to remember women invest more into personal coaching than men. Mm-hmm. Economically, statistically, women will spend more money on fitness, meaning paying for a trainer or doing something cosmetic to their bodies or whatever. Oh, I believe just it. To- yeah, just to appease yeah. to survive. I, I get it. But why is that? It's because of society. It's what they see. They looking at social media. They looking at this young lady on TV who's got abs of steel, but she's 12 years old and she's still drinking milk. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's what it is. She's yeah. 12 years old. What you expect? She's young. You 50. And you want to look like you're 20. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I mean, just be happy with you. That's all I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. So for women, yes, women are always being exploited. They look at what we have in our society. And that's why I respect my women. Look, I have a wife. I have a daughter. I have uh, uh, I had a mother in this life. I know, I know what it means to respect our women. I think women deserve more respect than what they're getting. But the, a lot of women out here are so limited to their, 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 their beliefs in themselves and they lack self-esteem because of what they see or what's been told to them. And, and they come to the gym and I gotta get in shape because I'm gonna get married. I'm about to get in shape because I'm trying to find me a man. I'm trying to find me a husband. 
And I'm like, why are you looking for a man? The man is supposed to be looking for you. <laughs> you ain't supposed to be. I ain't never heard no lion that's going out looking for a lion. <laughs> the lion goes out looking for his mate. Not you looking for him. You a woman. You are the prize possession. Act like it. Act like it. Stop letting society and social media and media and people you see in these movie stars and these celebrities, they got millions and millions and millions of dollars. Half those people you see on TV are fake. They're not yeah. real people. They live in a bubble. And you're spending your life savings to do what? To look like who? To be like what? Because of who? Because you allowed yourself to fall in the abyss of confusion and not realizing how beautiful you are as a woman. You are an amazing creation. Use your abilities and better yourself. So what? You got 300 pounds of fat on you. Fix it. Do something about it. Don't starve yourself to lose weight and then you gain it back two months later. And then you're spending another $15,000 or $1,500 just to do the same thing you did 30 days ago. That's your fault. So, yeah, I talk to my clients like that. I don't go into that. Hi, I'm Coach Payne. Welcome to the Coach Payne Academy. And we're going to help you to lose 20 pounds in just 20 seconds. All you got to do is just sign up now and you can lose that weight right now. <laughs> Yay! You're awesome! <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I don't talk to people like that. This is not kindergarten. Are you an adult? Act like it. I'm going to talk to you like an adult. I'm going to give you hard facts. You don't want to, if you don't like where you are, change what you do. I can't help it. Yes, you can. But I like chocolate cake. Okay. You like eating chocolate cake? Keep on eating. But I work out every day, coach. It's not the workout that's getting you over the promised land, my friend. You got to have a delicate balance when it comes to your health and wellness. If I got a nice car and it looks good on the outside, start it up. The engine sounds like crap. Why is that? Because I don't take care of the engine. I don't change the oil, right? I don't put the right things in my car. I don't put the right gas in my car. How do you expect to get anywhere if you don't do the right things? It's just the same thing. I mean, people will come to me and say, coach, I don't like to eat before I work out. I said, you don't want to work out with me. Because <laughs> you're going to be going to, you're going to be seeing your maker real quick training with me. So people know that, well, look, what you see here and what people will, that know me know me will tell you, if you work out with Coach Payne, you better bring Because I'm a whole other beast. I tell people that. Don't, don't look at what you see. See, what, see what, I, what it is I really do because I can't train someone that tells me they don't eat. Because I'm going like, to look at them and say, how do you perform at your best if you don't feed your body? Right. There's no way you're going to tell me you get a good workout and you didn't eat. I don't like to eat because it makes me sick. What are you eating? That's what you're not understanding. And how long do you allow your food to digest in your system? Right. It takes two hours, up to two hours for food to actually digest in your system. You can't eat 20 minutes and get to the gym. But it's true. You can't eat 20 minutes and then you run in the gym and work out after you've ate, uh, I don't know, a ham sandwich. I had a guy that worked out with me a few weeks ago. He ate a ham sandwich two, maybe, I don't know, I'm sorry. He ate a ham sandwich about 30 minutes before he worked out with me. 
He regretted it. He didn't last 20 minutes. <laughs> he didn't last 20 minutes. I said, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when it comes to our ladies, unfortunately, I blame society. Mm-hmm. It's not their fault, but maybe in some cases it is. Maybe somebody bullied them. Maybe somebody made them feel less of themselves. But the crazy part is, in most cases, women mentally are a lot stronger than, than men, than us. They could take a lot more than most men. Men freak out and flip out all the time, right? Men are quick to get into a fight before a woman would. Women, women, women think. They, they always think it. You guys are awesome at that. But overall, the, the, the downfall for women, I believe, is that they get too caught up in what the world thinks of them. And it's very sad. So I encourage any woman, again, that is listening to me, don't buy into the nonsense of thinking that you are not worthy to earn what's yours. It is not going to be an easy task. You don't deserve easy. Don't look for easy. Is it going to hurt? Yes. Is it going to be a challenge? Absolutely. Do you deserve easy? Nope, because you ain't going to get it in my house. It was easy when you was born. Now you're an adult. Act like it, grow up, and keep on moving. That's deep. I like it, though. <laughs> That's like, I think, I think same thing with just in general with society. Like, people are... And the, I mean, they say it's a generation, generational thing and whatnot, but like people are babied, people are, you know, give it and, and like kids is one thing, but yeah, as you get to be an adult, like, I just feel like too many people are either handed things or have that sense of entitlement or like gifted thing. Like, and like you said, like people or people aren't honest with them. People aren't like upfront with them about, you know the harsh reality of, of what the world is. Yeah. I feel like when he was talking, like his approach is so different to like his, right. his clients. Yeah, totally. And that's exactly my point, guys. It, it's difficult. You know, I always say, and I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, I say this often, it's difficult being different. It is a difficult task, but I'm up for the challenge because I refuse to fake it to make it. I don't want to be like any other place. I don't want to be like any other person. Your best, let's look at the guy um, that developed Tesla. I'm sorry, I don't know his name. I'm talking about right now. Who's the Tesla? Oh, um, let me Google. I I feel like I should know this. Yes, Elon Musk. Yeah. Elon Musk. Okay, I know I messed it up. But (laughs) Elon Musk, nobody believed in his vision, right? And they thought he was, he thought he was crazy. He thought he was like, you out of your mind. I bet you they're not laughing at it now. No. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. The best people in most cases go through the most hell in life. The ones that go through the most hell are usually the ones that's got the best stories to tell. And those times, those, 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 those circumstances can last years, man. Years. When I tell you, man, I've been I've been through hell and back, man. I've been homeless. I lost job after job. I didn't know my direction in life. One time I thought I wanted to end my life, and this does not make anyone feel like, uh-oh, you know, this is not to encourage that. I think we all have been in a position where we felt like, why am I here? You question it often, but I always come back with saying, I'm here for a reason, man. 
I wasn't born just to be born. Something is meant for me. I'm supposed to go through hell. I'm supposed to go through a struggle. I'm supposed to feel some kind of pain. And that is what's going to build me up. Because how can I teach victory if I don't understand what a loss is? How can I be strong if I don't understand what weakness is? And the people in the world today, some are so captivated with winning all the time. They're so driven. Like you look at OCR. I've seen people burst into tears. I trained so hard. Oh my gosh. And I did, and I this, and I that, and I this. And I'm looking at them, why are you crying? So what? You lost. Get over it. Get up and do it again. This is a good opportunity for you to find out who you really are. Your tears is going to blind you from your reality. Crying is not going to make you Superman or Superwoman. It's okay to have emotions, but don't let your emotions control your opportunities to be better. Get your butt handed to you sometimes. In fact, I'm more proud of you because you did lose, because it humbled you. The only reason you lost is because you wanted to lose. The only reason you gave up is because you wanted to give up. If you truly want to win, win. Win. Go in with everything you got. Bleed to death if you got to. Win. But you ain't ready for that kind of challenge, are you? You ain't ready for that. And that's why you lost. And that's okay. Some people don't want to hear that kind of... They don't want to, see, nobody wants to talk like this. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear this. That's why Coach Payne is kind of like way in the back of the bus now because <laughs> I'm not, I'm not uh, commercial. I'm not commercial myself. I'm not doing that commercial stuff just to sell a brand. Nah, dude. I'm going to tell it like it is. Listen, why do people... Listen, more people like drama than good news. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why TMZ exists. People love drama. They love to, they love to hear bad news. I don't know why people don't want to hear. This is not bad news. It's called reality news. It's saying that yeah, you suck, and you need to work on it. No, you didn't do good, and you need to work on it. No, you're not the best athlete after all, because if you was, you wouldn't have did X Y Z. Oh, you lost. Boo-hoo, cry-cry, get over it and get back at it. That's my point. That should be your hunger and your desire. You spend all of this money, you train all these years, you get all of these things, and then this guy right here beats you or this young lady beats you and you're mad because you lost. No, somebody just wanted it better than you do. And they beat you. And all you could do is be have some good sportsmanship, accept it, and move on. Mm-hmm. But competition has made us so egotistical, we can't accept the fact that none of us are that good at anything. Right. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> at something, man. That's my point. We all suck at something. Anytime you always see somebody like this, every time, I always nothing wrong with that. If you're good, you're good, you're great, you're great. Kill it. 
Let me see something else. Show me a different image of your, because I want to know how you get to that point. I'll never see you struggling. I never see you falling. I just see you running up and down that hill like nothing can stop you. And I'm like, that's 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 pretty impressive. So if it's that good and you're that great, find another challenge. Because you've made it to the top of this mountain so many times. Do you know how many mountains there is in the world? Think about it. If you've climbed this one mountain a thousand times, it's time to move on. And that that's like that's like burpees, right? And again, this is a great conversation. The people say, Coach, why you don't like burpees? I say, look, burpees are very repetitive. They are. I'm sorry. You want to do them? Knock yourself out. I didn't see every matter of fact, I've invented extracurricular burpees that will blow your mind. <laughs> I'm burpeed out. I don't want to see a burpee. That's where I'm at with burpees, okay? I'm like, do a burpee and land on your forehead and get up, then I'll be impressed. That's how I feel about burpees. Yeah. Burpees great. When you tell me you did a thousand, five thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand burpees in a day, I'm gonna look at you and like, dude, really? (laughs) 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 You waste time to do what? Jump down, get up, jump down, get up, jump. I tell you what, do my burpee, and we'll see how many of those you can do. I challenge anybody, I tell anybody that. Anyway, this is when I don't really like to call people out, but I say it like it is. I've had people challenge me all the time. I said, I tell you what, I'll do 500 of your burpees if you can do five of mine. So what's your burpee? I don't have a clue, but it's a different beast. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly why I tell people. I don't have a clue, whatever I feel like doing. When you ask me how much can I bench press, I say whatever I don't want on my chest. That's how I am. That's Coach Payne. You don't want you. I'm a I'm an I'm a beast that you don't see coming. I'm the guy that you don't try. I'm the guy that this is not to punk anybody or call people out. I'm the guy that sleeps and only awaken when he needs to fight. I have nothing to prove. That's my point. Right. I'm 48. I'll be 49 and five months or so i'm pushing 50 next year what in the world am i looking to prove i'm living my life man and i'm inspiring thousands hopefully millions of people by being real by being honest by saying yes i've had my behind handed to me yes i have hurt yes i've cried yes i've been angry Yes, I have lost. Yes, I have won. Yes, I've been broke. Yes, I didn't know what direction I was going in my life. I've been through a lot of things in my life, but I'm still living. I'm still here. I have a chance. I got opportunities. I'm not wasting time. I'm living my life. I'm making a difference. What are you doing? That's Coach Payne, man. Love it. That's Coach Payne. I know. I know, man. Like, I mean, we could literally talk to you for hours. Seriously. For hours and hours. Um, and I appreciate you, you hopping on with us, especially. Uh, oh, man, y'all can take as much time as you want. <laughs> I was saying last night to Adam, I'm like, he should have his own podcast. Yeah. Like, I would listen to that on totally. the way to work every day. Just to be like. <laughs> 
well, just to what? like hype me up for the day. Yeah, right. Guys, I pray that happens. I'm not the most tech savvy guy. I got, like I said, I've had people from writing a book to doing my own podcast. I said, hey, uh, I had another guy in another part of the world who calls me up and he brings me on as a guest speaker or a guest person. And we talk about a topic for about 45 minutes and we get a lot of attention because, you know, it's so much to talk about. And, you know, people always say the tension expansion of a of a person usually is about two minutes. I say, well, only because you're not giving them enough information to get their attention. Mm-hmm. Remember when I told you drama sales? Yeah. Like if I start talking about things like burpees, somebody won't come back and say, oh, forget you, coach. Forget you. I love my burpees just because you don't like burpees. That doesn't mean the rest of the world have to hate them. This is the type of stuff that you have to deal with because people think, because I say I, you remember the, I said me. I didn't say the world was bad because they do burpees. I just say burpees bore me. I I, I don't want to see, I don't care about burpees. I just don't. I, but, you, you ask me how many I can do, I say none. But <laughs> I, I will say... Whoever eats pineapple on their pizza is messed up. Yeah, exactly. So no, and again, no pineapple and, and on my pizza. I, I, was, I have great, <laughs> great debates about pineapples on the pizza. Canadian <laughs> thing. I know in Canada they really get down with that. Um, and I've had people who were like, "You can't say that." I said, "Why can't I say that?" I didn't say. I said I wouldn't do it. Me. That doesn't mean that you don't have to do it. And this is my point. <laughs> We are so, I'm going to just say it, we're so soft, man. I'll admit admit to that. Yeah. It's like, come on. You can't, you look, you can't, this is why I say, don't ever claim to be a lion until you know what it means to be in a jungle. Because in the jungle, there are no rules except one thing survive if you can't handle the jungle you're gonna get eaten up yep. you either hunt or you be hunted and that's why i don't listen to people all the time when they say i'm a lion i'm a beast i'm this i'm that as a you are what makes you a beast because i bench press because i run marathons because i have this i that. i say yeah but how do you live your life you know who's a beast that homeless guy out there and he's still out there doing what he can to survive. You know who's a beast? That young lady that's fighting breast cancer. And she still got a smile on her face. Why you worried about if you crossed the finish line? Why you worried about if you didn't make it over the start line or whatever line? Or why you worried about because you took second place or third place or you didn't win your competition? But look at that lady over there that's fighting breast cancer. You're concerned about your little bitty, witty, bitty, witty, 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 little bitty, little challenge. <laughs> and there's a lady over there that's fighting breast cancer. And you're worried about your little bitty, witty, 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 little bitty, little bitty, little bitty, <laughs> bitty, 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 little challenge. And I'm looking at that woman with the one over there that's fighting breast cancer. You know who's a real hero? You know who's the real competitor? Her. Trying to survive. Exactly. Yep. Life, man. Yep. We're fighting for our lives. All these little things that we enjoy right now is just temporary things, man. You can't be a star every day. You can't be on your top of your game every day. You got to lose sometimes. You got to struggle sometimes. You got to suffer sometimes. 
That's what made me who I am today. That's why I feel like when people talk about Mr. David Goggins, who I think is incredible, and his story is immaculate, but David Goggins is not the only one that's been through hell. He's not the only one that's got a story to tell. His story sounds great, but there are other people out there that's been through hell of a more hell than he did. If you listen, his story is mostly about him being on the teams, Navy SEALs, Force Recon, whatever. He's incredible. He's a, he's a monster, no doubt. But he's not the only, pers- only person who's been through something. Yeah. Right. Think about status. If, if a person has a certain resume and it really sells tickets, people are going to gravitate to it, right? Why am I looking at this bomb on the street? Because that's what the world will call him, right? A bum or a homeless person. Let's use that phrase. Nobody's thinking about that person. Nobody knows why he's in that position or her in that position. Nobody cares. No one cares. But ask yourself, were they always like that? How do we know their story? I know why we won't care. Because they're nothing, they're not relevant to me. I don't care about them. I care about the person that's a millionaire. I care about the person who's got a nice house. I care about the person who's driving the nice car. I care about that. In fact, I want that lifestyle. I don't want that. I want what he got. How do you know how he got it? <laughs> yeah. How do you know what he went through? See, we don't know the backstories of people's success. All we see is what we see. I don't sleep, breathe, cook, clean for any celebrity or anyone with that kind of status. I don't know their background. I don't know what they've been through. And God bless them for their success. But who am I? I'm just a guy. I don't have the status that most celebrities have. But when I look at people like David Goggins and people like him, I think it's incredible to hear those stories. I think it's amazing. If anything, it's inspiring. But you know what else is inspiring? That woman that's fighting cancer. That homeless man that's out there in the street trying to make make a living or live off the ground, whatever. He didn't take his life. He didn't end his life. He didn't give up on his life. He did whatever he or she needed to do to carry on. Those are inspiring people. And who am I to give up on my life when there's someone out there that's got it a little bit tougher than me? Yeah. Who am I to give up? Who am I to quit? And that's what makes me so angry, not angry, but concerned about our society today. We are very weak. We're soft. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm just one of those pieces, I believe, that hopefully is making a difference. Everybody's not going to agree with what I said today. Everybody's going to think, you know, coach, who are you? And from talking about fitness to talking about where we're at today. But that's me, man. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be, pretend to be your friend if I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. I don't like you. I, I mean, don't like you. <laughs> like, I, like, from the, fr- I've, I'm, I've only, he- like, heard you obviously speak at a handful of, of OCR 
like yeah. start lines, mm-hmm. you know, years ago yeah. or whatever. But fr- from the moment, you know, the first time I ever heard you talk, I was like, that guy knows what he's talking about. That guy, know- like, I want to listen. You Thank know? you. Immediately. And like we were talking about again last night, um, I'm like, I don't remember anybody else. I don't remember any other start line except right. the ones that you were at. And and like we're going to these OCR events with a group of friends and mm-hmm. people are talking about your speech mm-hmm. you know, halfway <laughs> up to halfway through the race and then after on the car ride. Like it's oh my God. you know, I it's am, insane. I'm, it's a blessed moment for me. It's yeah. funny you bring that up today. A young lady private messaged me on my Instagram on my public page. And she just finished a Tough Mudder. I guess it was a Tough Mudder somewhere. Was it a race somewhere over the weekend? Uh, I don't know. This week, I, this past weekend? I know there was something. A there was one in, in Poconos. Yeah. It was something. Yeah. And she said, Coach Payne, I want to thank you so very much for your inspiration. I listened to one of your speech, speeches on Spotify. And I have to tell you, I get more motivation from listening to what you say than listening to what they say at the start. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. It it ain't me. This is what they're saying. Because you can't pretend this. You can't fake this. You can't look at it like it's a game. Mm -hmm. Anytime a person goes out there and run a race, they're putting their bodies on the line. This is not a joke. I'm having fun. Look, when you eight feet off the ground, it ain't fun. (laughs) That's a risk. Yeah. And it's dangerous. And you need to be focused. That's like me saying I'm a military soldier and I'm running into the fire and to the bush to go fight whatever enemy I'm fighting. I'm going to have fun and I'm running in there and I'm just going to start shooting and having a good time. You know what? They shoot back. And guess what? The ground don't apologize. So if you fall, you can break something. How many times we've heard people get hurt at a race? Yeah. All the time. Did they, the get, time. Did they, get, did they get paid for it? <clears throat> nope. Did they earn a paycheck? Did they get any kind of resumption or any kind of uh, redemption or any kind of payback or any kind of, you know, a paycheck? Hey, I, you, you broke your leg. Here's $5,000 for breaking your leg. Now, a, pro, a professional athlete gets hurt. He good. Right. She's good because they're covered. You went out there and risked everything you had. And now you can't go to work for eight months yep. because you tore something. You, sell, you, 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 you paralyzed your body, whatever. And I, believe me when I say this, guys, I'm just being real with this. Please don't think anybody that's listening, this is not to make you feel bad. It's to tell you why Coach Payne is there. I am there to inspire you. I'm there to let you know you better fight for your life. Don't you play games out here. When you're running a race, you better prepare for a race. Oh, I'm going to go run a race. I'm going to run. How long did you work out? Two days. And my friend inspired me to go run a race. Yeah, your friend going to get you broke up. <laughs> That's what's going to happen to you. You're going to get broke up yep. because you don't know nothing about nothing. And what really angers me, not anger me is concern, I don't like the word anger, but concerns me is when people pay all this money to run a race and they skip 80% of the obstacles. What the heck did you do? You signed up to skip obstacles. <laughs> what are you doing? 
saying? No, I, I'm being honest. Nobody wants to hear the truth. Right. Why did I spend 250 bucks just to skip obstacles? I could have stayed at home. I could have ran around a tree and did that. <laughs> I could have saved my money. What am I doing? Oh, I'm going to go join my friends. Ain't no friend in the world that good to tell me that it's okay for me to run a race and skip obstacles. They tell you to do burpees, do them right. Don't fake it. Don't half it. Like most people you see out there having their burpees. I see all the videos. <laughs> dude, don't I, think, seen... I don't think they're not being watched because they are. I'm like, dude, you didn't even do, you didn't even go, they say, go down to your chest, go down to your chest. Yep. That's, that's, that's the rules. I, I've seen people in competitive rules. waves, like slacking dude, on burpees. Don't, don't get me started. Because again, the competitive nature has gotten to a point where there is no truth to the competitive. Everybody's faking it. Not everybody. There is there is no honor in competition if you cheat. Right. Yeah. Because everybody has gotten so stoked with competition, they have forgotten the rules, the, the true rules of true competition there's no honor i am a spartan okay let's look at the movie 300 those guys were legit right you saw the women you saw the men the theme of the film the way they lived their life they trained hard they ate good they, they there was no excuses they did all of these amazing things but you stand up there in front of all these people and say i am a spartan and then you get out there and you cheat no, yeah. you are a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a sport. You see where I'm going with this? Yep. Yeah. You cannot that, that you cannot tell me you're something you're not. And that's why I don't buy into the commercial the commercial commercialization of fitness or commercialization of anything. We have got to stop with the fake stuff and start being real with stuff. Stop playing games, man. That's why Coach Payne is out on the back of the seat. Don't nobody want to hear me. Don't nobody want to talk to me. Don't nobody want that guy out there talking to people like that because I'm going to make people feel bad. No, I'm telling the truth, and the truth hurts. Don't nobody want to hear that. If you run in a race, you, you better run this race as best you can. If you fall down, get up. Stop crying. Get up. Ask anyone that knows me. I've ran on the course. I've seen people fall. I've seen people fall on their faces. I've seen people get broke up. I've ran up and down mountains with these people to encourage them, inspire them, and they kept on going because I was there with them. I was physically with them. I didn't just stay at the start line and send people off. I would run out there on the battlefield with these people. That's what I would do. That's why I stayed in shape. Mm -hmm. Oh, coach, don't you want to race? Ran my races. Don't need to. That's like asking Phil Jackson from the Chicago Bulls to run up and down the court with Michael Jordan. He's the coach. <laughs> what do you got to do? He played, he played this game. I don't need to do all that. I tell you what, look at me. Look, look at what I've done. Look how I train. Look at what I'm doing now. And then you ask yourself, you don't think I'm capable of running up and down and right. jumping over the walls and flipping it? You don't think, listen, I don't get paid for that. That's why I'm not doing it. Because guess what? I make my living with my body. 
You need that. I don't make a living getting broke up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't you see what I'm saying, guys? Yeah. So yeah. I'm not, I don't get paid to take that kind of risk. Right. So I don't need to do that. Maybe when I was in my 20s and 30s, yeah, I'm about, I'm going to kill it. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I salute anybody who can go out there and do that kind of stuff. But I train people for Spartan races. I, a couple of people that won championships because of my training and how I trained them. Uh, they, they never podium and, and, uh, until I started training them. But I don't train people for Spartan races or obstacle races or anything. I train my clients to be better in life. I don't train you specifically for one thing. That's why I say, don't be one dimensional in fitness. Don't train, I'm training to do a Spartan race. Great. What is the most common things you need to work on? Let's see. Well, we always know if you're going to be running competitively, you better be fast. You got to run. You got to do all this stuff. But the main focus of the, the body parts of the, the physical parts is grip strength, back, legs, core. Yep. Yeah. You don't need a big, you don't need a big chest. All these guys are doing is big pressing and stuff. I said, dude, that 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 ain't going useless. You don't, big, you don't need to bench press. You need to be functional. Totally useless. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be you don't need to be running around here looking all yoked up. I can attest because like I, I actually enjoy bench pressing. But it's it's completely useless yeah. in something like OCR because you don't use your chest yeah. for OCR. Not at all. Grip, back, legs, core. Yeah, your core is the center of gravity. You can weigh a hundred. Look, Bruce Lee was one hundred and thirty-five pounds of pure muscle. Imagine a guy hitting you with force at one hundred and thirty-five pounds, strong hitting you with that kind of power that he had at 135 pounds. He was ripped to shreds, but he was very strong, but he had a strong core. Right. And that's where your power is at. So when you look at all of this size and, and muscle mass and things like that, I always come back to the common denominator. Are you elusive? Are you mobile? Can you, are you flexible? Do you have agility? All these things to, to apply to that. I'm sure there are a ton of you athletes that do have that, but there are a lot of people who don't. So I always say, if you mm -hmm. run a race, train your body to equip uh, to be equivalent to what you're doing on the course. Right. If you're going to climb a rope, you got to have technique. You got to have grip strength. If you're going to jump over a wall, you got to have a little upper body strength. You got to be able to have the agility to jump over the wall. This is if only if you don't have any help, of course, or you're just out there soloing. Uh, you know, your legs, oh my God, you got to have strong legs because every race is different, especially doing sport races. You're going, you're doing a beast, good luck. You're doing an ultra beast, good luck, good luck. You're doing a sprint, have fun. You're doing a super, you're going to have a challenge. I mean, they got everything where it needs to be, right? But to me, competition is what it is, man. And again, I may have said a lot of different things and people may look at it a little different guys, but that's the, that's the, that's, that's the truth, man. I mean, I don't, I don't want to sugarcoat it and I don't want anyone to think of me of being a less of a person because of what I say. It's just that you have to think really hard about everything to this point when it comes to competition, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to our women being exploited, 
when it comes to our women being having low self-esteem because they don't feel that they belong, when it comes to our men being very egotistical and, and have you know not humble enough to realize that maybe it's just not my day to win this race or just win this battle or just be you know knocked down a few times so I can understand what it means to get up. What are you racing for? How many times you've asked people, why do you race? Listen to the stories. Ask me if I don't know. I'll, I, I could tell you most of the reasons why people race is because they never had a chance to win something when they were younger. They never had a chance to be on the football team or the basketball team or the cheerleader team, the band, whatever. Something or someone didn't give them a chance. And this is their chance to be great at something. This is their opportunity. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we have to let them understand that your greatness is already within you, regardless if you win or if you lose. Don't ever give up on life. Look, OCR is a small bubble. It's not, it's not that big. And you're only going to be in it for so long. Some, there are so many other things in the world you can be, that you have to concern yourself with rather than just being one dimensional and one idea of what you think you are. You run your race, you win, you lose, you keep going. You run a thousand races, run your races, but don't feel bad because you don't win every race. So what? You lost. <laughs> Get think, over yourself. I think, uh, I think this, this came from, I think Iron Man said it in a movie as odd as it sounds, but I'm kind of, <laughs> rephrasing it for this case like if you're not something without the metal you're not going to be something with the metal i think you said it in reference to like a suit or something like that but if you don't if you, go ahead i'm sorry i was just i was just gonna say like if you like if you aren't good enough for yourself without you know a, a podium like you're not gonna be good enough for yourself when you get that podium it goes back to again man we, it's, I blame it on the social media. I blame it on society. I blame it on just people buying into the nonsense. You know, you brought up the thing about Iron Man. There's one, one quote he said to Captain America in one of those Avenger movies. And he said it. I love this quote. He said, and Captain America said to the guy, he said, you need to have a plan of attack. And Iron Man said, I have a plan. Attack. I get so pumped when I hear that. I'm rewind that one more time. You gotta have a plan. You gotta have a plan. Yep. You have a plan. You say, I have a plan. That's such a coach pain line. I know, right? <laughs> I use it. I, I, I tell my clients, I don't look, listen, like one of my, my one of my quotes I got out on my t-shirt because I got t-shirts that I actually got out there. And a lot of people bought this particular quote uh, from my shirt. It said, it says, don't blame your alarm clock for not showing up. I like, like that. It. <laughs> I like that. I sold a ton of those shirts and they're still selling it all around different parts of the world. If you go to my spot on my Shopify account, you'll you'll uh, store you'll see it. And when people saw that, I was wearing it at the airport, 
And then when I let, like you guys just laughed about it, it's like, yeah, I like that because <laughs> it's the truth. Every yeah. time I hear somebody say, I didn't set my alarm clock. And I'm like, are you serious? I said, let me ask you something. Close your eyes, take a deep breath, let it out. How does that feel? What do you mean? Did you feel that? Did you feel yourself breathing? That's all you need. Tell me how many times you turned around in your bed and you did this. You didn't, you didn't feel that? That means it's time to get up. <laughs> what you waiting on your alarm clock to wake you up, hit the snooze button. Do you realize you just wasted 10 seconds of your life hitting the snooze button? Just need five more minutes. Five more minutes to do what? <laughs> five, five minutes is going to make a huge difference for you. I just need 10 more minutes. Oh, <laughs> 10 more minutes to do what? To what? This is our society. Listen, right. I have another shirt out there, another quote. I say, convenience basically is a format of being lazy. When people say, what do you mean by that? I said, well, let's think about it. How many McDonald's you drove by and you see more people in the driveway, drive through than they go in the store? Anything that makes it convenient makes it easy for people. This is our society, people. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, get out of that drive through and get out that car and go buy that nasty sandwich <laughs> and burn a few calories while you're on your way. <laughs> Why you gotta sit in your car to buy that garbage? Right. I'm just being honest, right? So we are so caught in being well. Where's your gym? Uh, it's 20 minutes away. Well, there's a gym across the street. It's more convenient for me. Okay. What if I told you you could come to my gym for free? Would you come? Absolutely. You see where I'm going with this? Mm -hmm. If it don't sound good to them, they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. When I used to bodybuild, I would drive, drive an hour and a half one way and an hour and a half back just to train with my coach. Ooh. I would do it. I would do it because I wanted to be the best. Right. I knew what I had to do. I made the sacrifices. No different than me working at my job and I was living out my car for six months. And I had to go in my job to take a shower and freshen up because I didn't have a place to go. I could have went home. I could have went to my, my parents' house and my mom's son come home. It's okay. I could have stayed with friends. I could have did all of that. I didn't always have money to, to, to get a hotel. I said, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm going to figure this out. I'm built the way I'm built because I know I had to go through something to get what I got now. And that's why people don't want Coach Payne. They don't want to hear my story. Right. They don't want to hear my pain. They don't want to hear the sorrows. They don't want to go through the sorrows. They don't think it's necessary for me to tell it like it is because you don't want to offend people. Who am I offending? By telling you the truth? That telling you that, that we all are, are in an ocean trying to survive and swim. But if you're going to be in the ocean swimming, you better know how to swim or you're going, or you're going to drown. Yep. Because if yeah. there's a school of charts out there and everybody's in the ocean with you and you're trying to jump in the ocean because everybody else is jumping in there, let's see how many people are going to step in line and, and protect you from those sharks. Everybody trying to get up out of there. Shark, yep. shark, shark. When have you ever watched Jaws and somebody out there ain't trying to, I got you, I'm going to save you. No, they all swimming and getting the heck out of that water. 
Think about it. What? Look at any movie you see. Everybody's running in another direction. Yep. And I always tell people, don't follow the crowd. How many times you've seen people get trampled and stomped over because they're all running in one direction? I don't operate like that. I go a different direction. Y'all keep trampling and, and jumping on each other's back trying to get out that one door. You forgot there's an exit door right over here to the left. Or you didn't know that because you was too busy following what everybody else is doing. Right. Don't you understand, guys, what I'm saying? I yeah. hope you're listening, are listening to me. Ladies and gentlemen, please just know that I mean well when I speak to your audience. I mean well when I speak to people. Please don't think that I'm judging anybody or criticizing anybody. I, it's just the way I feel. It's, it's, it's the moment. Yeah. I mean, I love, I love that you tell it like it is. I mean, that's, and how, how can people like, if they want to get in contact with you, uh, whether it's for an event or for training or whatever it may be, like, what's the best way? Uh, to those that are subscribed uh, to my YouTube channel, uh, I'm grateful. I have over 42,000 subscribers now. It's really awesome. I appreciate it. Yes. Um, it's really been a beautiful journey, guys. I really appreciate that. Um, on Instagram, Coach Payne Academy, you can find me there as well. Um, it's just an exciting ride, guys. And uh, if you want to do some shopping, want to check out my uh, Spotify, uh, I'm sorry, Shopify. You can check me out at uh, coachpainshopify.com. Uh, you can get some swag there. Uh, you, I also have an album called When It Hurts on, on Spotify. You can literally download it for free and check out some of my motivational audios. Oh, that's awesome. Um, it's, on, uh, it's on YouTube too. I saw it on there. Yeah, I got yeah. it's all over, man. I'm, like yeah. I said, I'm out there. Yeah. I'm out there. And I hope someday I do get the opportunity to get back out there on, on the race course. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, at this point where I'm at in my career, it's, it's really taken its toll, not its toll, but it's, it's magnified now. I'm not, I'm not losing any sleep if no one ever calls me to come to a race. Right. Um, but I, I enjoy the community and I enjoy the community. I miss people. I miss the community. I'm not just talking about the race itself. I'm talking about that mother, that father, that young boy, that young girl, that young lady, that young man that never had a chance to be at that start line and hear me speak and hear me give them encouragement and push them. I'm talking to those people. I'm asking, yeah, I'm asking the organizations to just see my value, see my worth. Don't look at it as a political or personal vendetta. You don't think I fit your agenda or whatever. It's not about what you think. It's about what the people need. Yep. Look at our world. Look at our people. You think for one minute that people are going to just throw me to the dogs because I say the things I say? The vast majority of the people out there understand everything that I'm saying. Yep. The vast majority of people want Coach Payne at those start lines. And I commend Spartan, Savage, uh, uh, Tough Mudder, you name it. 
any race company out there that is doing their thing, I commend you for that. But you forget about the piece, man. There's a piece that you're missing. And that's me. I'm missing in those races. You need, you don't need me there, but I need to be there. Yep. That's all I'm saying. You don't need me. Please know that. <laughs> you don't need me. You, you guys are obviously doing a great job without me, right? But let's think about the community. Do we really want to make a difference in the OCR community? Then let's tell the truth. Yeah. Yep. This yeah, like I, I said, it's it's just not the same. Once you've experienced yeah. one of your speeches and I think and you go back to a race, it's just not it's not the same. And I think like people need to and, and you know whether or not the companies want to listen is is one thing, but you know, it's it's just like I don't want to get political, but people are like, oh, email your senator. Like it's same thing. Like <laughs> you get a chance when you get a chance to talk to somebody yeah. you know has like your ear, like well, you know, Adam, and like I said, and I know you guys on a time frame, man, and I love talking to you guys. You guys are awesome. Thank you for giving me this platform. Um, it's like you guys said, it, it is such an opportunity for me. I mean, when you got a five-year-old kid walking up to you saying, hi, Coach Payne, I love you, and hug your leg, Aww. that is, dude, you have no idea of kids. And these kids are not kids now. These are 12 right. and 13-year-old kids now. And they still remember me. That's and wild. I miss that. And I'm like, wow, I impact kids' lives. Not to draw this conversation out. I had a young girl who just passed away who had terminal cancer. She was 13 years old. <sighs> and her parents reached out to me. Uh, she listened to one of my speeches on YouTube uh, called In, uh, uh, um, In the Darkness. And the child told her mom and dad how much she enjoyed my speech, but she didn't want her mom and dad to listen to it. And so, you know, she went, you know, my point was to pray for this or whatever, whatever mom was telling me. And they emailed me, and I, and I was in tears, man. I was in like a child. Yeah. And I said, I want you to know, Coach Payne, you have no idea of the impact you make it in people's lives. I don't even know these people. Right. How, how can you not want a God like me and your race? Right. How? How can you turn your back on me? Yeah. I'm impacting people's lives. They know and they're, they're, they're deceased. And these are children that are seeing I inspire them. Why wouldn't you want to coach that as a race? Why have men crying in the corrals at these races? Yeah. I'm in the 
not think my voice is not being heard because I'm not at your race. Please understand that. I am basically reaching millions of people who don't even know where the O and CR is. Okay? They don't even know what Spartan is and what's up. All I know is this guy, Coach Payne. Think of the, think of the, 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 the capabilities and the impact that I'm really making in, in the world. And people have to lift me up because sometimes I feel that I'm not doing and I have people out there telling me, Coach, please don't quit. Please keep going. I, I love your messages. I love your speech. You saved my life. People that I know that, that have converged and committing suicide, and they're still here. They listen to my messages and they're thanking me. You have no idea of the lives and the impact that I've made in people's lives and you're taking them away. You have no idea how many lives that I've saved. Being at that start line. They don't know these stories like I do. They're just the same people are the same ones that are still reaching out to me and your race and they remember those speeches just like you guys just said and they're saying thank you, Coach Payne. Yeah. Why would you stop? Right. That's great question. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. So I, I can't tell you guys it. it, it it's, 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 you know, it's incredible. And we know we had a lot of run. I know you probably had another, another question, but we just went probably off on a deep end. I don't know if y'all had any more questions. I'm sorry, guys. If, uh, no, you're yeah. good. You're good. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't understand it. You know, with a lot of things, I think I see things outside of CR. Inside of fitness, outside of mental toughness, weakness, strength, you know, boy and girl, whatever you want to call it. I just look at things differently from a different lens. And I think when you muffle or shut out a chance to make things resonate to other people where they can understand it better, it, it can be effective in many ways. And I, I just feel like we, we're dropping the ball. So, why, 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 if you ask me, Coach, why do you love OCR so much? It's not OCR that I love. I love it. Yep. Mm -hmm. I love the people, man. I love the people. I love the people. Even if they don't love me back, man, I love the people. I love the different nationalities, the different ethnicities. Uh, whether you, uh, you, 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 you believe in something or you don't, it doesn't matter. But when we out there together at that start line on that course, we are one. We are one, man. And, we, and, and, and you're not allowing that. Especially now with everything going on now, you need a coach pain. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's what I'm I'm saying. I'm seeing hey, race organizations out there. Please understand 
most of you companies, I, I will always tip my hat. You know, Spartan is one of the reasons where I will always say I'm thankful for the opportunity I had when I used to work for them. And I wouldn't be where I'm at, not just because of my own skill set, my talents, my gifts. And I always thank God for everything that I've achieved. But I never looked down on companies that gave me a shot. Spartan was one of them. Um, I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful for Savage. I'm grateful for Battlefrog. I'm grateful uh, for all the other Indian run run. Uh, I'm grateful for World uh, World Championships. Um, man, I can just go on and on, especially with the World Championship. That is particularly international mm. because I had from all over the world that saw me for the first time at a World Championship in Ohio, and he was speaking in different languages, man, and telling their people. FaceTime and all of that stuff, like speaking in languages I didn't even understand. This guy <laughs> oh. is, and I'm serious. I was like, wow, you know, and, and after a while, I became an internationally known speaker. And that's why I don't look at myself as an MC. Uh, I don't MC, I'm, I'm a speaker, and oh. I'm, I'm someone that speaks to the people. Uh, yeah, you want to have fun, great. But your life is out there, and you're putting your body on the line, and we're going into this this, this race together. And I want to give you as much information you need. And you may be fighting something inside. You may have a relative that may be fighting a disease they can't cure, and you're out here telling me that you're running for them. I'm going to remind you why you need it. Right. That's much better. Yep. 100%. That's just that's Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm going to put in our description of the podcast, anyone listening, I'm going to throw links down there to get, you know, ways to get in touch with you, a YouTube page, yeah. Instagram, all that stuff. So, um, you know, reach out to coach payment. Oh, you're no, you're good, man. We could, like I said, we could, amazing. we could talk to you yeah. for, for hours and like hope, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe in the future we can get you back on again and have like a, another episode. You can't expect me to talk for 30 minutes. That only no, yeah, like that. That's our that's our normal one, but I mean, it, I mean, it's been a pleasure, yeah. seriously. Pleasure I feel spoiled that we got to, to talk to you for so yeah. long. All your analogies, I'm like, I mostly <laughs> say 30 minutes because I know like people are busy, like, yeah. I know you I got stuff it. going I on. Mean, and, and maybe somebody will sit down and, and just say, I got an hour to kill or whatever. Time. Right. But that's the problem, man. You can't shortcut progress. Right. Totally. You can't, man. You can't shortcut a truth. You know, when you take the T off a of truth, you have nothing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I do what I do. If you right. take the T off a of truth, what does it spell? It's, yeah. a, it's a word that you can't pronounce. Because it's not a word. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, and I definitely want to make sure people find you. So, like, yes. that's why, like I said, I'm going to throw your YouTube. Your YouTube page is like a, a great resource for sure. Oh, man, yeah. they, they, they're gonna they're gonna see some epic, uh, you know, stuff out there. One of my most uh, potent uh, speeches is out there. It's got over 8.5 million views. Uh, called oh. uh, when it hurts. When it hurts, yeah. When it hurts is probably one of the, my one of my best speeches I gave, and uh, 
that was just incredible how that took off. And it's just amazing that, you know, I was able to reach people that I never met and probably never will. Right. Um, and that's why I say, you know, when you have that opportunity like that, to have someone like me of my caliber, you know, don't pass them. Like you guys said, and then we're just happy to have you. I'm never too big or never too high that I can't connect with people that would like to connect with me. And that's that's just who I am. I never change, man. Yeah. Sometimes people change. You don't have to change. Right. They change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so true, though. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, like I said, it's been great. I hope you have a, a good rest of the weekend. Enjoy your trip. You're going, you're going away. So I hope you uh, yeah, have a safe I, trip. I gotta, uh, yeah, I'm heading back out in a couple of weeks. I got to go to, uh, I was just in Kauai. I'm thinking about, I got to go to Guam. Guam, now. right. Wow. That's what yeah. Yeah, so. I know, right? I'm going to be out there for a week doing some work. So wow. that's a long flight. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't envy you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And a special shout out to Trench Challenge. I forgot the throw those guys out there too. Uh, one of the race organizations that worked with me in the past. So I, I thank everybody. I thank everybody that, that, that love me. I thank the ones that don't love me, but I'm always going to be the guy that you, you, you should always say, Hey, I'm glad he's on my side. Yeah. Yeah. And you're true to you. So that's what matters. Absolutely. So, um, exactly. <laughs> but but I'll, I'll let you get going. I'll say. There you go. Coach Payne. Yes. In all his glory. <laughs> um, <laughs> Seriously, no, I mean, though. Yeah, like huge, huge thanks to him for coming on with us. You can see why we wanted to have him on. Yeah. I mean, he's just like a great person to talk to, a great person to listen to. Um, you know, like I said, the links uh, will be in our description and everything like that. So, like, if you need to get in touch with him or want to hear more of him, like, just check those out. But, yeah, and like he said about um, like his YouTube page. Yeah. I mean, he has tons of of speeches on there that are just like insane. Dude, insane. I mean, Listen I'm, to them. I'm telling you, like the first every time I've heard him, but I like specifically remember the first time I was like, "Where is the nearest brick wall?" Because I'm ready to like <laughs> run through it. Right. Like, I know. <laughs> and and like you know, I, I feel like. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I don't feel like I know sometimes he was like, you know, I'm not I'm not like a- attacking people directly or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't I didn't get that feeling at all. No. Um, and like, I don't know. He just, like, it, it's just like it's not dressed up. It's not yeah. what it like. It's just real. It's so it's real. like real talk. But yeah. it, it also like connects. It connects to me, at least like I, I'm sure it connects to a ton of other people from what it sounds like. Yeah. And like. I don't know. I mean, if 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 like he's not your your thing, that's fine. Like he even probably will tell you himself. Mm-hmm. You know, if you like pineapple on your pizza, that's fine too. <laughs> right. I don't. No, no, I don't. I'm more I like don't a either. pepperoni kind of guy. Right. Meat. Meat and potatoes. Yeah, but like I said, like I would love if he had his own podcast, like ten minutes a day with Coach Payne, just like driving to work or whatever, and just he just pumps you up for the day. Dude, like Monday mornings. I know. <laughs> like, I know. I'm telling you. <laughs> need some coach pain on a Monday yes, morning. Yes. Seriously. Yes. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, it's just like, and you're not going to agree with everything that he says, I'm sure. You know, I'm not, I don't agree with anything anybody says, yeah. even myself sometimes. 
Um, it's just like new perspectives with everything. And like yeah. it really makes you look at like – Like his analogies. Yeah, goals, your life, everything just is awesome. And like, you know, like he says like I'm a marathoner. I'm a CrossFitter. Like he, he's not like bashing CrossFitters. Right. He's not bashing no. marathoners. He's not bashing OCR people. But like, you know, why limit yourself? Yeah. You know, I – you're That's what I mean. Like capable every, of like a lot. Yes. Like everything he says, like it really makes you think. Even if you're like content with like yeah. how you're performing or your goals, like he just makes you think. And then it makes you think like, oh gosh, like I got to push a little harder. I got to try yeah. a little, <laughs> you know And what he I mean? quotes Iron Man. I know. That's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. Right. No, but like even, even with fitness in general, like for most people ourselves included mm-hmm. fitness is like a hobby like yes we take it seriously yeah. sometimes too seriously but like it's a hobby yeah all when all said and done like you know you got people dealing with like real survival issues right you know like our our life and death doesn't depend on fitness we do this because we enjoy it right um you know it's good to have that perspective sometimes yeah so. no absolutely it really just makes you think and like puts life into perspective and I'm sorry, but bumper weights are a little bit lighter. Oh, they absolutely are. They have to be, I right? I absolutely agree with that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I really do. And we love CrossFit. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh, we have, but, you know, like, bumper we, plates and steel plates. No, I but know. Like, like, we go, like, we put on the steel. And I, people at our CrossFit gym say that. Yeah. They're like, I'm pretty sure steel plates are heavier. Yeah. Like, how does that work? But they would destroy our our garage floor. They really if we would. had thrown, <laughs> thrown them around like that. You got to right. use bumper plates. Right. I, I love bumper plates. I do too. Because of like the ability to do that kind of stuff. Just but throw it against the wall. Steel is def- it has to like it's just denser. Yeah. I think. Or something. <laughs> but uh but anyway, yeah, so his his links and everything will be will be in our description. Um we do have another episode coming out later this week. Mm-hmm. Uh we ran at the Empowered Obstacle Barn, their second that's a race local to us in Lancaster, PA. Mm-hmm. It's our second one of the year. They have another one coming up in September at a stadium, yeah. which we did a couple years ago. Uh, so that'll be coming out later this week. An obstacle video will be also coming out with that. Um, next week, we're running a Rugged Maniac. Yep. First ever Rugged Maniac. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be interesting. Another obstacle video that we'll have for that. So um, yeah, I mean, a couple things coming up in the next week or so, so... Make sure you subscribe to all our pages and everything like that. Just look at all the links in the description. Yes. They're all in there. All of them. So, uh, all right. Well, we'll get out of here. I'm sure we've kept you long enough. Uh, (laughs) So, again, huge thanks to Coach Payne for coming on. I would not be surprised if we have him on again down the road sometime. Oh, I hope so. so. Uh, If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to leave us a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. Let us know what you think, and uh, we will get out of here. Have a good one. See ya.